Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of Mr. Saunders' Sandbox, here on the Feeding the Monster podcast feed. And uh, your ears are not deceiving you. We've got ambiance again. <laughs> I, uh, I had such a good time uh, getting out and walking and talking on the last, uh, last installment that I thought I would just continue that trend. Uh, so you might hear... You might hear some crickets chirping. You might hear uh, the water fountain splashing. You might hear some cars drive by occasionally. You might hear a little wind blowing, and uh, that's because I'm I'm out walking again, walking the the little paved path that goes around the pond in front of my apartment complex, uh, getting a little exercise, getting a little of the feel good. And, uh, yeah, and I'm bringing you guys along with me. So, um, I, uh, I, I hope y'all, y'all, speaking of the last episode, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I, I felt like it did go a little bit long. <laughs> I try to keep these things tighter, like around about half an hour max. Uh, but I had a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, and, and I really didn't want to leave anything out. Of course I did. Uh, I left out, I left out all the wildlife I saw, which kind of, kind of we're going to use as a segue into today's episode. Uh, but before before we get into today's show, I did want to, um, I did want to, I did want to uh, pass along something I forgot to mention last time. Uh, I talked a lot about my 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 vacation and all the things I saw. Um, I, I forgot to mention, you guys can follow me on Instagram, uh, Jeff Saunders 74 and uh, you can see you can see the pictures that I took on my trip. So it'll kind of, if you need like, if you need some pictures to go with the words from last time, uh, yeah, check out my my Instagram site, and you can you can see uh, see some of the things that I saw. Uh, I will, a fair warning, I went back through some of the pictures, and. And as I was going through them, uh, I did try to use some of the features uh, on my uh, my phone's camera app. Uh, one of the features I tried to play around with is the aspect ratio. Uh, you know, I talked about the the big tall trees that I saw. Uh, I, I tried to play around with the aspect ratio so it could fit all of me and all of the trees in the same picture. And man, I look like some sort of hybrid alien freak in those pictures uh, on account of it kind of stretches me out in them so see some pictures and and I look like I'm really skinny with like seven foot long legs it's it's just because of the way the photos were taken I don't really look like that I promise uh, but what we're going to talk about today might look a little bit like that uh, I mentioned that I, I forgot to talk about all the wildlife I saw uh, while I was uh, traveling and, and visiting our nation's uh, national parks. Well, one wildlife I did not see, but that I was keeping uh, an eye out for, is the elusive woolly booger. <laughs> uh, and if you've, if you've listened to any or watched any of my Hillbilly Scribs uh, nonsense, you know that woolly booger is is an affectionate word I have for Bigfoot, uh, and and I thought, I, I I thought I thought I might talk a little bit about my obsession 
which I think is healthy, uh, but my obsession with, uh, with the Sasquatch. Uh, recently, I, I had the opportunity... You know what? Before I jump into that, I am going to give fair warning. Today's episode is going <laughs> to jump all over the place, although there is like a central topic. Uh, I'm going to hit all kinds of stuff. So, fair warning, there you go. Uh, but uh, recently, I had the opportunity to... Uh, to, to be a guest on on uh, on some podcasts and and it's kind of what what sort of wet my beak and and got me like kind of interested and and got 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 a uh, got the juices flowing and 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 got me like uh you know the creative the creative juices going and 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 got me thinking about my own podcasting again uh i got to i got to be on some of my friends podcasts now, any of you guys that have, have kept up with any of my stuff for the last few years know that we have a lot of shows on Feeding the Monster um, during, the, uh, during the, the peak of the pandemic. Uh, well, you know, we're, we're not really in the peak of the pandemic now. Everyone kind of has uh, gone back to, to their lives and to, their, to work and all that stuff. Well, we're all still real tight, even though... I think I'm the only one still putting content out on on this channel. We're all still tied and we're all still real creative. Uh, so some of the guys have gone off and, and, and done like their own stuff and like launched their own own brands and stuff. Very exciting. Uh, Corey, Corey Morissette and, uh, and Mark Kameyer, they've got a, a podcast called In the Podcast Will Rock. Uh, these guys are going through the entire catalog of Van Halen tracks and uh, playing each one, one, one song at a time, one episode at a time. Uh, they're breaking down and, and giving their thoughts on, on each song and uh, throwing in a little bit of hit history and trivia as they go. Uh, these guys have like great chemistry. Uh, that, I mean, that's one thing that we never suffered from. Uh, on the feeding the monster stuff, uh, you know we all click really well. Uh, but yeah, these guys uh, have get great chemistry, and they're putting out like an awesome show. So I highly recommend you go check it out. Um, I got to I got to go on and, and and be on one of their shows a little while ago. Had a blast. Uh, now Corey, <laughs> Corey's a busy guy. Corey and and our our another one of our, our feeding the monster. Uh, alumni, uh, John Mariano, have started doing uh, some shows as well. And they're doing uh, uh, some shows under the the brand, I guess the branding is called Backtracks. So one of the shows they're doing is, is Backtracks colon Aerosmith Revisited. And it's all about uh, going through the, the Aerosmith uh, song catalog and listening and, and giving their take on each of those songs. And their, their goal was to create the ultimate Aerosmith uh, playlist. An ambitious goal, but you know what? I believe that those guys are the guys for the job. And uh, yeah, I got, to, I got to go do a few of those episodes with them, and that was a lot of fun. And then they also have launched another, uh, another show under that branding. And I believe it's called Backtracks Colon... Theme song, it's either theme songs or theme music. 
but it but on that one they're going through and they're uh, they're doing kind of the same thing but they're they're uh, they're listening to and, and reflecting on and breaking down and giving their thoughts on different theme songs or so- just songs that show up in movies or TV shows so it could be like the theme song or it could be like a, a song that's specific to a to a certain scene but um, great great concept for a great concept for a, a show uh, and and the episodes they've done so far have been fantastic uh, I got to go on and be it be on and, and do a couple of those with them and that's kind of that's kind of where where my idea for today's show uh, sprung up from. Uh, if, if you've ever listened to, uh, or not listened to, but watched uh, the Truly Bizarre World, which is the Hill, Hillbilly Scrib show I do on YouTube, uh, its its theme song is a banjo version of the X Files theme. So I thought it would be fun to go in there and, and we could talk about the X Files theme song. Now, in fairness, I haven't watched a lot of the X-Files. And I also had not listened to any of the episodes of, of uh, John and Corey's uh, theme song podcast that they had put out. So I didn't really understand the assignment. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was going to come in and, and talk about how, how the X-Files theme has kind of influenced some of the stuff I've done. And what that song means to me, not so much what the show means. I know better now. We did a follow-up episode about the Cheers theme song. It was it's really good. So like if you're listening you should definitely listen to all of their episodes. But you know, if you want to fast forward through the X-Files one, it won't hurt our feelings. Uh and and we'll make it up with the with the Cheers uh theme song episode. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, while I was on there, I I started talking a little bit about some of my earliest Bigfoot memories you know uh, I, I use the X-Files theme like I said on the truly bizarre world uh, because like you know it conjures up that whole idea of like uh, the paranormal aliens UFOs conspiracy theories cryptozoology all of these things and that's that's what the truly bizarre world is about uh, so the song works really well and with it being a a banjo version you know it kind of ties into the hillbilly scripts character like perfectly uh, in my humble opinion but on their show I, I started kind of revisiting some of some of my earliest memories of Bigfoot and and that's part of what I, I thought that we would talk about today so we're gonna call today's episode walking with big big feet yeah walking with big feet and and we'll come back to that title again before we finish up because uh, it has it kind of has a, a it has dual dual meaning uh, uh, for us but anyway I, I got to thinking and, and thinking and thinking and, and remembering and reflecting on why why, why am I so like uh, obsessed with the uh, hairy manate uh, the Sasquatch, uh, the Bigfoot, uh, the Skunk Ape, the uh, in or any of the other incarnations, the Yeti, any or any of the other uh, names for for this uh, uh, 
Wooly Booger. And, and, and I kept going back to this early memory I had as a child. Uh, I, it was nighttime. I mean, uh, it wasn't bedtime yet. I mean, everyone was still up and, and, and the TV was playing in the living room in the, in the home I grew up in. This would have been sometime in the late 70s. So I couldn't have been older than like four or five years old. And, and uh, you know, back then we had three, three TV channels. So one of them was playing uh, the movie of the week or the late night movie or whatever. And I just remember as I was walking through the living room, looking up at the TV and, and I see these, these teenagers you know these older kids and they're, they're sitting on a couch and 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 they look scared and right behind them is this window and all of a sudden this hairy arm burst through the glass behind them and starts thrashing around and trying to grab them and I probably at that moment ran to my room and jumped in bed and got under my covers because I was terrified uh, and this 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 uh, this imagery and and the and the fear that came with it would would kind of haunt me for years to come as a child. Uh, I in my bedroom I had a window. Uh, sometimes depending on on how we had the 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 furniture set up in there because because we you know we moved our furniture around every every few years. Uh, sometimes my 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 bed was like right under the window. And I would have these terrifying dreams at night where that arm was breaking through my bedroom window and trying to get me. And I don't know how old I was when I when I finally stopped having those nightmares, uh, and that fear kind of, uh, finally kind of abated and went away. But but it was there for a long time. Uh, I, I mean, I like. Even now, I can I can still remember having these. I don't know if they were nightmares or night terrors, but I still remember them vividly. So that happened, and then there was this other instance that happened, uh, and and to this day I can't really explain it. Uh, it could have been a prank. I don't know, uh, but we uh, my my dad loved to fish. And we would often go on fishing trips, like kind of over over the weekend or, or whatever. We would go to a local lake or whatever and either camp or, or you know, stay in a hotel nearby or, or with friends nearby or whatever and, and go fishing. And, you know, we would <laughs> Dad would catch as much fish as he could uh, and he would fillet it and bring it back home and freeze it. And we, we would eat fish like throughout the year uh, from, you know, all these uh, fishing trips. You know, the, the lakes in Northeast Texas uh, were our grocery store, <laughs> kind of. Uh, but um, anyway, um, we went on this, I remember we, we were on this one fishing trip. We went to this place called Toledo Bend. Uh, it's, there's a river that separates Texas and Louisiana. I believe it's the, the Red, I think it's the Red River. And... Uh, or maybe the Sabine River. I, I know I, I do know my geography and I know my state's geography, but I'm I'm 
I'm, I'm blanking on it right now. But anyway, the river that separates Louisiana and Texas, there's an area of it where I believe they dammed it off like years ago and made like kind of a man-made lake. And, and that's Toledo Bend. And it's stocked with fish and, you know, we used to go, go fishing there. Well, there's this one area uh, uh, there, there on, on Toledo Bend uh, where they have like some, some beaches and stuff. And we would sometimes go go swimming there, you know, uh, whenever we would we would uh, go out that way for the weekend. And I I think I was seven years old when this happened, but I had stepped on a piece of uh, broken glass and cut my foot. Um, I had it bandaged up and everything, and of course now I'm I'm wearing shoes at that point. Uh, so that it doesn't get dirty or or, or whatever uh, so I'm not able to get in and go go swimming with everyone so I'm just kind of playing on the beach area there and there's like a tree line tree line there's forest pretty close to the the beach there you know maybe about 20 20 30 feet from from the beach area and I'm, I'm kind of you know I'm just sort of playing around in the sand and stuff and over close to the tree line there's this like a sandy area or I guess it's it's more like dirt back there and and I saw this footprint and and guys I didn't know what I was looking at at the time but uh, which granted I had I had seven-year-old feet so it was obviously much bigger than my my foot but this footprint was a lot bigger than like any of the other footprints I had seen and it was a bare footprint not a bear like an animal bear it was barefoot it wasn't wearing shoes uh, you could see the toes and everything and it, it was just one of those things uh, my I wasn't able to really process what I was looking at at the time uh, didn't really think on it a whole lot but fast forward fast forward to you know about like five six years ago seven years ago maybe uh, I'm kind of newly divorced I'm on my own I'm alone a lot I'm dealing with a lot of uh, uh, depression and just I'm just not in a happy place so I'm looking for a lot of distraction and this is where uh, Mr. Saunders discovered YouTube and I started watching a lot of stuff on YouTube and then I don't know what what triggered it but at some point I, I turned on a or I, I did a search on Bigfoot again and I don't know what led me to do this or I, 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 I mean on YouTube you know the algorithm that, that like chooses videos that you might enjoy you know it has to be based on something so I don't know if I had done a search for something that made it think I wanted to see a Bigfoot video I don't know but anyway I started watching a Bigfoot video this led to me watching another one and another one and another one and I kind of started going down this Bigfoot uh, rabbit trail and I I just became fascinated with these and as I'm watching them those memories from my childhood started coming back and I and I remembered the 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 scary scene from the movie with the hairy arm 
which after doing some research I, I now know what movie that was uh, it's a little movie called The Legend of Boggy Creek uh, and, and it's a movie that that's supposedly based on actual occurrences that took place in kind of the southeastern corner of the state of Arkansas so it was a thing I mean it wasn't a made-up memory I mean it's something that that I probably actually did see on the TV because it came out in the 70s so it very well could have been like I said earlier like a movie of the week or a late late night movie or whatever um, but I've, I've watched it since then I mean since I started uh, doing all this watching Bigfoot videos I've actually watched The Legend of Boggy Creek and and I've seen the scene and it, it very much matches up with what I remember uh, from from uh, seeing it as a kid I've also done some looking around and looked at where you know some of the Bigfoot hot spots are in the state of Texas come to find out there actually were some Bigfoot sightings in the Toledo Bend area in the 70s and 80s uh, so yeah I think I may have seen a Bigfoot footprint all those years ago I don't know that for sure you know and, and I saw it through the eyes of a seven-year-old so it could have easily been like a, a prank that one of the older kids had done uh, I don't know but um, but it, but it was something it was something that I saw and it stuck with me all these years so now now I'm like obsessed with these things and and I, I think it's a healthy obsession I mean I, I don't go uh, spending all my money to go out in the woods for weeks at a time looking for these beasties but uh, but I do have a like a like I said a healthy kind of obsession uh, with them you know a curiosity if you will uh, on my recent trip I saw a lot of wildlife uh, but I did have my eyes peeled uh, for a big two-legged <laughs> uh, hairy uh, <laughs> hairy beasties walking around through the forest I didn't see any uh, I didn't see any evidence of any but you know I was looking uh, passively not not actively but I was looking so so that there you go <laughs> that's where my my uh, fascination uh, obsession love for all things woolly booger uh, stem from so I thought it'd be kind of interesting to share that with you and and I mentioned earlier that the title of this episode kind of has like a dual meaning well here it is I I've done a couple of, of different YouTube shows over the last few years uh, most of them have been done for comedy uh, a lot of them are kind of parody uh, I'm talking about the truly bizarre world but I had this idea I guess last year is when I, I started thinking about it. Maybe maybe a little bit uh, the year before, but mostly last year I, I started thinking on this this idea for a show, and it's it's a show I, I'd like to do that that kind of explores 
the Bigfoot phenomenon. Uh, and, and, it, and it's based on kind of my fascination with these things. But I actually want to do a show called Walking with Big Feet. And, you know, it, it's a little bit of tongue-in-cheek. So, so there, there's definitely, you know, room for, you know, humor there. But the, the idea of the show is not to make fun of of anything that has to do with Bigfoot. You know, I, I, I obviously, I, I definitely will like show some of the funnier things out there because the, the Bigfoot commu- community is wild and woolly and sometimes a little hairy and crazy. But uh, yeah, I want to do this show where, where I can go and like kind of review and break down, celebrate, uh, films about uh, Bigfoot, uh, books and novels about Bigfoot, documentaries about Bigfoot, um, websites about Bigfoot, other YouTube channels about Bigfoot, uh, all of it, you know, uh, break down like where, you know, Bigfoot's popped up in pop culture over the years. Uh, He was big in the 70s. Uh, not just his feet, all of him. <laughs> but yeah, the idea is to do a show called Walking with Big Feet, where I choose choose something to to dive into uh, from the Bigfoot zeitgeist. Zeitgeist, I think I use that word right. Uh, each episode, the first episode I do is going to be based on the is going to be kind of a, a review of the the movie. The Legend of Boggy Creek, uh, and I'll I'll be able to throw in a little bit of my own uh, experience from that, obviously. Uh, but I'll also kind of look at like the the the, um, the stories and the and the newspaper articles and everything uh, that the movie's based on. So I think it'll be kind of interesting. You know, it won't be for everyone. Uh, you'll be able to watch it and get a kick out of it and <laughs> find it funny, and that's that's perfectly fine. Or if it's something that you're interested in, you know, I'm going to take the take the subject matter, you know, with a, with a few grains of, uh, of of seriousness as well. So hopefully it'll be something people will enjoy. It's something I've been. It's an idea I've been kicking around for a while, um, and I even. I even have like a theme song for the show already uh, and when we wrap up here in a minute I'm going to use it as the outro I think uh, for this episode I I've got a, a buddy of mine a guy named Josh Best uh, he's been been a friend friend since middle school I've known him almost all my life uh, him and his uh, I don't know what you call it uh, it's it's his niece's husband, so I don't know if that makes the young man his nephew or like nephew-in-law. I'm not sure what the terminology is, but this this uh, this young guy, uh, Jacob King, really nice guy. Uh, these guys, uh, Josh and Jacob, started doing a podcast. I think I think they started it last year. It's called Somebody Else's Favorite Songs. Look it up. It's I think it's pretty much everywhere that you can find podcast 
but they, 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 what they do is they explore some of their favorite musicians and they'll go through and talk about the musician and, and some of their tracks or they'll just pick a theme and, and do like several songs that kind of fall within that theme but if you like music podcast definitely check it out definitely check out the ones that the feeding the monster guys are doing uh, but also go check out Josh and Jacob's podcast. It's it's really really good, uh, and they and it's done really well. But the the theme music for their podcast, uh, Jacob composed, and it's it's a pretty catchy little ditty. And when I started originally thinking about this walking with big feet thing, I I didn't want to just in case it becomes something a little more popular. Uh, than, uh, you know, the truly bizarre world, which uh, won't be hard. <laughs> but should it become popular enough that it's something that can be monetized, I didn't want to use music that I didn't have the rights to. Uh, so I reached out to Jacob to see if he could compose something for it. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of car ambiance this morning. Uh, it's a it's about six o'clock so people are starting to head into work but um, yeah I reached out to Jacob to see if he could compose like a a theme for it and uh, you know I, I told him you know I, I kind of wanted something that sort of had like a vibe of the X-Files a vibe of unsolved mysteries I think and, and the vibe of just you know you could kind of picture a, a Bigfoot walking around to this music and this guy created magic uh, it's just a it's not a complicated song but it but it, it it hit all of those notes that I gave to him uh, uh, excuse the pun uh, but yeah it hit it hit all the all the beats again excuse the pun pun uh, that I gave him uh, that I was looking for and uh, so I've got the music uh, and he and make sure he gets I want to make sure he gets 100% credit for, for the song because it, it's fantastic. Uh, I've got the idea for the show. I've got the idea for the first episode. So guys, I've just got to sit down and make this thing happen. And uh, that's, uh, that's my goal for this year is to at least get one episode in the bag uh, within the next six months. So I'm hoping you guys will hold me accountable to that. Uh, and I'm hoping that, that, that when I do get it uh, done and put it out that you guys will give it a, a view and, and let me know what you think. Uh, but yeah, that, that is it for this, this episode. Uh, I'm working on, uh, currently working on a couple of episodes of, of uh, The Hoot and Holler. Uh, one of those may have already come out. I haven't decided what order I'm going to put these out in. But uh, yeah, that should those should be coming out soon if, if they haven't already. And we're going to keep on walking. I'm, I'm really enjoying this. Uh, usually when I do most, most of my walking, it, it, it's at work. And that's not fun walking. Uh, but this, this is kind of nice. This is kind of nice. It makes me feel good. Uh, hopefully... Hopefully you're feeling good too. Uh, but that's it for today, guys. Uh, thank you for thank you for 
playing around in my sandbox. And thank you for walking with me. And thank you for walking with the big feet. See you next time, guys. Hey there, everybody. My name is John Mariano, and I'm from the Feeding the Monster podcast feed. I am here to let you know that we have a plethora of shows on the Feeding the Monster podcast feed, and whatever you do, do not tune in. You don't want to hear from Corey Morissette, Jeff Hillbilly, Scripps Saunders, Mark Eden Clyer, Thomas Russling, or myself. All of our shows are hot garbage. They are structured stupidity, and they are not worth your listen. So whatever you do, do not tune in to the Feeding the Monster podcast feed. We do not want any new fans at all. Back to you.